Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It's February 13th, 2023. You're going to ring in your Valentine's Day with us. What did you get our, our viewers, Denise, for Valentine's Day? Man, I haven't even gotten my husband anything for Valentine's Day. I oh, just received. No. I don't know how to tell you this. I just receive. I'm at that point. My God, what? a selfish, a selfish partner is Denise Salcedo. Look, but he didn't ask for anything. I asked for something. I I'll tell you what. Here's what all you people can get us for Valentine's Day: super chats and humper chats. Here at youtube.com slash Fightful and at humperchats.com uh, to get your question or statement read on the air. You can also leave us a thumbs up. That helps us out a lot. You know I'm going to show FightfulSelect.com. Uh, whether you like it or, or not, we had rundowns of, of WWE Raw tonight, which were non-spoilers, and we had a bunch of spoilers for the show as well. So if you're into that kind of thing, FightfulSelect.com has you covered. Uh, today, we had all kinds of news on that. We are going to have just an insane amount of Elimination Chamber interviews, uh, exclusive news, Battle of the Valley super ch or, uh, news and interviews all week long, nonstop. Not just us, but Bread Club has interviews with Battle of the Valley people. Uh, Grapsity does as well. Just an insane amount of content this week ahead of that big double feature on Saturday night. 
Uh, a lot going on. Denise, are do I have you Saturday or are you going to be at Battle in the Valley? No, you don't. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, I am going to be here on Saturday. Sorry, I had okay. a I had a brain fart. I was like, what am I doing Saturday? But yeah, that's the day of elimination chamber. <laughs> There you go. Well, uh, we'll be here for that. Of course, uh, I'll get to the plugs later on. Just leave a thumbs up. Uh, leave us a nice review on other podcast platforms like Apple, because I know a lot of you listen here. But that helps us out an awful lot, too. Dropped an interview with Austin Theory today. Uh, Denise gets hers out in a much more timely fashion than I do. But, hey, Bro, you know what? I'm already far moved on from Royal Rumble. Oh, I'm course. on to the next thing. Of course. Not me. Not me. <laughs> We've got plenty of that coming up. But we will also be on the scene at Elimination Chamber this week. Joel Pearl will be there getting some cool stuff. But let's talk about WWE Raw. Again, we had the rundown on Fightful Select. And not only that, we had just an insane amount of spoilers. Like what was going to happen in the Brock uh, Bobby Lashley contract signing on Fightful Select. Uh, not only that... I actually got eyes on what the contract actually said, Denise. I'm going to have that on FightfulSelect.com. I get that, Sean. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to Listen, know. I got those sticky fingers. Know. I don't know what how, – how, you know what, Sean? I have a question, and you, you can choose to answer this or not. Sure. What's the craziest thing you've done, the furthest thing you've done to get a scoop? Like something where even you oh. questioned yourself a little bit, where you're like, oh – that's a good question. I'd have to really think about that. Um, you want to give me a safe answer, something that's not going to expose you? <laughs> no, honestly, there, there's not a lot like crazy that I do because what's funny is somebody will be like, oh, somebody just feeds you info. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's how it happens. Like, I don't get to make it up. Like, yeah, I, I ask people. They tell me things. That's generally how it happened. Somebody said Sean had to show feet to get the CM Punk's. <laughs> I mean, I did a full show on how I got the CM Punk news on Fightful Select. And honestly, that was probably the 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 biggest one because, okay, I'll tell you what I did, Denise. Ooh, okay. I'll tell you what I did. It was the CM Punk thing. And I was at Slammiversary. And again, I covered this on an interview. It's in our special section on FightfulSelect.com. Please check that out. It was the day that... We did that show the day that Vince McMahon retired, so it got completely forgot about. But I had gotten, I was I was this close to getting the punk news confirmed, right? And there was a person who will probably never be named that I knew would know. And that person was also in Nashville. And it was after call time for the Impact pay-per-view that I was going to. So I knew that like we wouldn't be seen by a bunch of wrestlers or personnel or anything like that. And I also know that this person is so wholesome. They cannot lie to me, Denise. So I was like, I was, I was there with my wife and I was like, I got to meet up with this person and I got to ask them right on the spot. If it's happening, I, I very much put them on the spot for that. And they looked at me as I said, CM Punk, this number of years, this amount of money, this is where it's happening, this is when the deal's happening, and they went, oh, shit, like that. <laughs> and then we had the conversation. So I think that's probably, and that's not that crazy, but I did have to put them on the spot and meet them face-to-face because -face I knew they were in town, and they just looked at me, and they were like, oh, no. Because they so thought 
they were I the- have a question, a follow-up to this. If someone okay. knows, like in a situation like that, where the person knows that they can not, maybe they have a hard time lying. What's the best way to avoid you? Just don't answer. I mean, in, see, but in person, that's hard. How persistent very... are you? Like, let's say you're trying to reach out to somebody for a scoop. How persistent are you if they don't answer you? Not really uh, at all. Like, I'll, I'll ask somebody else. Like, there's a running joke of me trying to find out Cody Rhodes' contract length because I legitimately don't know it. And I'll just constantly be like, how long is Cody's contract? And it's like a running joke. But to me, it's not worth being like persistent or naggy about it because then they just they won't want to talk to me, period. Everybody that I talk to pretty much knows if they don't want to answer something, just don't answer it. And then they can resume the conversation um, as normal. Okay. You don't this get is, sad, this is a when, podcast of its own. You don't get sad when people like ignore you. That's kind of sad. No, no, absolutely not. I know that's the, the <laughs> thing. I mean, I've, I've had to ignore a lot of people that I get news from. I mean, that's just the nature of it. Okay. Um, I, I mean, the number of people who I actually like, and I'll be teasing a story and they'll say, what is it? I'm not telling you. I ain't telling you all because I'm not going to risk it getting leaked to your group chat or anything like that. But um, and somebody said, Cody said it was three years. I don't believe workers, man. I don't believe work. It's weird when I ask completely separate of interviews and stuff, you don't get answers, but this is a, a podcast of all its own. We're, we're not, we're not talking about this I'm anymore. I'm sorry. People we're are gonna interested, monet- Sean. People want to know. Maybe we'll monetize this at some they point. They can send in a super chat and that's, yeah, they sure. can ask. Sure. But, uh, I've Damn. already given away too much. Not trying to educate my replacements in the future. Uh, (laughs) Sheldon Jackson says, prayers to Michigan State University. No need for violence in the world, just sad. I completely agree. Horrible things like this put an awful lot of things in perspective. And uh, sending our love. Go ahead. I felt really, really, um, how do I explain it? I feel, you feel foolish having to tweet about something so non-important when you're tweeting about, like, for example, like raw when serious life stuff is going on. So that was definitely something that you're just like, man. Want to send our love to everybody affected. That's that's just horrible. And uh, it's senseless. You, you hate you really hate to see stuff like that. Parker Hines says, first time super chat here. Want to thank you and Denise and the boys at Wrestle Talk for getting me back into wrestling. Love the current state of wrestling. Well, I, I love those guys over there at Wrestle Talk as well. Me and Denise have done an incredible amount of work with them. I'm hoping I get to visit them this summer we'll see how that goes but but we'll see vincent lsr said johnny gargano not being on this show was a disgrace i'm okay i don't need to see everybody every week denise i'm completely fine with people not being on the show if they don't really have anything worth doing i had reported on fightfulselect.com best five dollars in the business that oc in their new contract they were like hey if you don't have anything like worth a damn for just leave us at home like we'll be okay with it we're getting paid what do you think about that denise i think it depends on the person because i i do agree with i wouldn't want to fly somewhere just to do something that doesn't really matter where they just do a quick little backstage segment or just something very meaningless right i would rather maybe not have to fly out but at the same time, if I'm kind of in a position, it depends on what my position is on the show, right? And where I'm at and what I'm doing. If I feel like I haven't really done much or I really haven't gotten a lot of FaceTime or maybe I just want more 
more better stuff for my character, whatever, I would probably want, I would probably be a little irritated if I wasn't on for that week. So it really would have to depend on my story and what I was doing. By the way, guys, if you want to send in super chats for Elimination Chamber predictions, Denise and I will be making those tonight as well. KE775 says, are your chamber predictions still Seth and Asuka? Uh, because of this super chat, KE775, we will do our predictions uh, at the end of the show. Uh, my God. I thought you were going to be like, oh, because of this super chat, we'll do it now. <laughs> no, we'll do it at the end of the show. But Trey Cash sent a really, really big humper chat, and I want to thank you so much for that. It was a very, very big one. Says, hey, Sean, Seth's interviews had me thinking the perfect man to beat Roman would have been CM Punk. What a story. Punk's history with Paul. The fact that the Shield's debut was hired by Heyman to protect Punk's title reign. He could take credit for who Roman is. Possibly. I, I feel like if you go into that, it was. It's it's a little bit. Um, into the weeds. And I honestly feel like the person that beats Reigns should be somebody who hasn't had their top run yet. However, CM Punk is so far removed from being in WWE, it's almost like he hasn't had a top run. Like, it's been nine years. Like, look, I, let's just say they this did happen. Just, just to paint a scenario here. Let's just say that they did have CM Punk come in and he defeats Roman Reigns. I wouldn't hate it. But then again, I'm a big CM Punk fan, so I think it depends on the person that you ask. Man, I miss CM Punk. Like, listen, I think that the stuff that he said at the All Out Presser was, I, I think it was terrible to put that out there like that. I thought it was bad. The Brawl Out thing, I wasn't in the room, so I'll never know exactly what happened. And unless they all get together and do a podcast together and make a ton of money off of it, we'll never know. It'll always be he said, she said, period. Uh, despite how confident I am in our reporting and all that stuff, it's he said, she said. But we know what he did say in front of everybody. And still I'm fascinated by the guy. And still I want to see him cut promos. And still I want to see him wrestle. And I still want to see him do all this stuff. I Sean, mean, would you rather have your enemy stab you in the back or stab you straight through the heart? <sighs> yeah, I'd have him stab me through the heart. But I mean, also, it's like... Mm. I know. You can see it two ways, I feel. You can see it yeah. multiple ways, really. But I, that was one of the things that I was thinking about. Like, if someone's going to talk shit about me, you might as well do it to my face and behind my back. I mean, I, I know that you live by that, quite honestly. I know that to be true. So that's why I'm like, uh, I totally, like, look, when it comes to sure. CM Punk and the comments that he made, I get it. Like, maybe it wasn't great. You could be like, okay, it wasn't good that he aired those dirty laundry, like, aired his the dirty laundry, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he did have, like, you know, the freaking, I don't know, whatever you want to say it, the balls just to say how he felt straight up. Sure. Sam says, well, why don't we get to see, or why didn't we see Lita and Trish tonight on Raw? Now, the person that, that put out there last week that Lita would be on Raw also said Trish would be on Raw. I, I will say this. That person, who I don't know who they are behind that account, but they straight up messaged me today, and they're like, listen, I'm going to have to eat some crow. I don't think Trish is going to be on this show tonight. I'm going to post that. And I respect them for at least taking uh, owning up to it, but they did have that. <laughs> but uh, I, would, I think we're going to see Trish sooner than later. I hope so too. If that's a thing, I really hope so because she's she's great. Like in terms of like, I would want to see the whole thing with Trish, with Becky, with Lita. Mm -hmm. That to me is exciting stuff. And you know, I'm not really big when it comes to like nostalgia, but there are certain acts where I'm completely for the nostalgia. I feel like if it could fit in and it's something that we haven't seen before, I'm completely here for it. 
Have you ever interviewed Trish? Really quickly. I actually interviewed her and Lita at the same time, but it was like a quick two minute thing. I got to interview her. Uh, it was on like Pulse and Pier or something in Toronto. It was really great. I would imagine if if she does anything this year, like she'll probably do media as well because she loved doing that. I mean, she did it for SummerSlam. So if she's back doing anything with WWE, she'll probably do media. And I think that'd be a, a cool one to see. Uh, we've got lots to get into tonight. Uh, WWE Monday Night Raw. Our great moderator, Luis is taking our Super Chats and Humper Chats. And if you want to get in your predictions, send in Humper Chats, Super Chats. We're going to cover those at the end of the show. Simon says, Raw felt good tonight. Love the Sammy Cody promo. Seth with the boots. Lots of women on the show. It felt like a very balanced show, but what did you think in totality? Okay, so I didn't think the show was bad. So I'm going to start off by saying that. But it did not, aside from one particular segment, and you guys know, obviously, the Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn really was the only thing worth watching. To me, everything else kind of lacked the electricity, given that you're going into the go-home show of Elimination Chamber. I did think that everything else pretty much kind of fell flat or just didn't exceed expectations. Uh, Really, if you miss Raw today, the only thing that I would personally say to go out of your way and watch, it is the Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes stuff. That will be effectively the main event of this podcast because the opening segment and the main event kind of played into one another. And I really, really liked the way that they threaded this and added some stakes to a raw main event. And also it made Bianca Belair look like she wanted to completely control her destiny and had confidence in herself as a champion. Becky Lynch came out. She had Adam Pierce. She said, you know what? I feel like... I should be in the Elimination Chamber because I want to main event WrestleMania. I want to be a part of that. It wouldn't make sense if she didn't, Denise, because, like, why why wasn't she able to qualify? Well, she was able to because Bailey came out. And again, why would she not want to qualify? Why should she not be able to? And then Bianca comes out and says, well, if you guys want to, you should have to go through me. Adam Pierce says, Well, this all makes sense. Why the hell wouldn't I book this on my show? Here's a main event. I thought all this was really good and made an incredible amount of sense. I thought this was one of the better parts of the show. So uh, here's the thing that I was thinking about during this is that I do love that, you know, that they, you know, set this up at the beginning and, you know, we're getting into this. Here's the thing. We've been asking ourselves what really is going to be going on with Becky Lynch. What really is going to be going on with Bailey? Are they still going to keep going all the way to WrestleMania? Are they going to make it like we still haven't been completely sure, right? You still don't know exactly what the match situation is going to look like. Like you can pretty much figure out it'll be like a three on three or whatever, right? Like that feels like the direction, but you, I feel like, for a lot of the other matches, we were more positive than maybe this one. And here's, for me, I just have to be completely real. For the women's elimination chamber, I'm kind of feeling disappointed right now in terms of who the potential opponent can be for Bianca Belair, because I don't think that anybody that they've had in there, have they have not really done anything with them before the elimination chamber to kind of get you excited about them. I think that if it's going to be Oscar, for example, they should have used the time between Royal rumble and elimination chamber to really kind of get her, you know, just get her out there being Oscar and get her, you know, get us, you know, just enjoying Oscar period because Oscar to me is the main person that I can see winning this elimination chamber. Right. Yeah. And so 
that to me, I just, I kind of feel like nobody else feels like they're actually going to go up against Bianca Belair. So when they did do this match, this triple threat with this, uh, you know, whole thing about whether or not, you know, Bailey wins, she gets in. If, if Becky wins, she gets in. A huge part of me did want to see Bailey or Becky get into this match. But then again, I'm like, okay, we just did Bianca versus Becky. We've seen Bailey versus Bianca plenty of times. So neither match would have been new. I would have probably been leaning more towards seeing Becky and Bianca again. But then again, it's not a new match. So for me, it, it kind of made me a little bit disappointed that I didn't necessarily love the options with what we're getting right now from the women's elimination chamber for Bianca Belair. And then at the same time it kind of made me think well if you know if i prefer to have seen becky or uh sorry yeah becky or bailey and given i've already seen the match with them multiple times so it did kind of bum me out a little bit in terms of where we're at right now for bianca belair uh heading into wrestlemania because i just feel like at this point what we've seen with with uh with bianca belair for wrestlemania has always felt extraordinarily special everything that she did with sasha banks uh even though you know the builds up to that wasn't necessarily so great it didn't matter the match itself and the hype in the moment and all of that lived up to it um same thing with becky lynch the becky lynch storyline was great i loved everything that they did there heading into the match loved it um i feel like they're not really going to do anything with the winner of the elimination chamber until the person actually wins the elimination chamber and so for me it, it going into the chamber i'm not really that necessarily excited at this moment in terms of the options so again yeah i i felt like becky winning this match would have been best because it did as you mentioned it added some intrigue right Added some intrigue because it's Oscars to lose here. Because otherwise, and no disrespect to any of the other performers, but internally even, like we've been jokingly, not even jokingly, we've been saying Bianca. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Mrs. WrestleMania for the last two years. Asuka is the one she can have that match with and can also threaten because of her, her return. And we'll talk about that in the, in the predictions shortly, but I thought that the match with Becky and Bailey against, uh, against Bianca worked out really, really well. Now, Henry Casey said Becky landing in the pinning position and moving away is insane. I agree. If you got somebody pinned, you try to pin them, but, um, this broke down into not just damage control getting involved, but the rest of the participants who had been wrestling earlier in the night getting involved. The thing that I didn't like about this match is Bailey leaning out of the ropes for like 45 seconds. I hate that spot in the middle of the match. I hate the distraction spot that, that goes on and on. But Bianca winning this, I was just like, what, what would it have hurt if Becky was in this? Like, what would it have hurt if Becky was in this and then during the Elimination Chamber, three or four women saw her as a threat and teamed up to eliminate her because she is that big of a threat? I feel like it would have added an awful lot to the match. And also, you could have said, well, if you want it in this way, you got to start the match too because they, they can't make new pods. They can't make additional pods in there. I, I, I'm with you. I feel like Becky beating Bailey here would have added some finality as well. But I will say this, I'm very happy the women are getting the main event again. And it's it's like it's an afterthought now. It's like, well of course they are. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I didn't even put two thought I didn't even really think about it yeah. that much because it doesn't feel like uh I how do I explain it? Like I don't always maybe make a big deal about it because you don't want to have every time you do something, you don't want it to have to be like that big of a deal because you shouldn't. It should just be like a natural thing. Yeah, I agree. M. Melagrito says, Becky or Bianca becoming the new Super Cena is tiring. I mean, she's she's a megastar. Like she's, I did don't he think- Did say we're, Becky or did he say Bianca? Sorry. He said Bianca. Oh. My my apologies. Uh, I don't think we're quite there yet, but I can understand. I do, I I can understand how some people think that. And I I see Manny saying they said to win they have to pin Bianca. No, they could have pinned anybody. No, they can pin anybody in that match. It's a triple threat match. Well, Chelsea Green tried to get in on this match too. It wasn't happening. It would have uh, made no difference had they added her to this match. To be honest, I know. Well, if they did, they probably would have had her finally win, and it would have been that, and put her in the chamber <laughs> where nobody thought it was going to happen. Again, she's killing this role. Like, I know a lot of people had some preconceived notions about Chelsea Green because she was injury-prone, and people looked at her interviews, and they said, oh, my God, she she went and pitched everything under the sun to Vince McMahon. Well, if you ever watched our first interview, she talked about how she sat out in front of the office for hours, week after week, and didn't get to. Then when she got in that office, she pitched everything she possibly could. She threw everything at the wall because let's be real. You got to pitch really good shit and really horrible shit to Vince McMahon for it to hit. 
And uh, they found what works. I thought the hot mess worked very well. I think this works very, very well. She is great at portraying characters. And that's even something they had confidence in her doing a long time ago. Like she was a bit player in the, the Brian Danielson or the Daniel Bryan, Stephanie McMahon, uh, Brie Bella thing. So, I mean, like it's not, it's not that far out of the realm of possibility. Man, all I got to say, I feel like it takes courage to go out there and sit outside of Vince McMahon's office with your ideas. Because if Vince was like, if Vince wasn't using me, I'd just be like, okay, I'll just go sit in catering and do nothing about it, you know? But um, the thing I do want to say, though, is that I there's a couple of people in this Elimination Chamber match that I would have swapped out with Chelsea Green, to be honest. Yeah. Just to add a little bit yeah. more of an intrigue, even if it's just from the character uh, standpoint. Simon says, actually, we read that one. TK says, felt like Raw after Mania with the amount of chants and pops. Well, I'll tell you what got a big pop. Brock Lesnar coming out for the Lashley contract signing. And I just want to say, both of their promos were ass. Both of their promos were <laughs> real bad. <laughs> yeah. Just abysmal. Brock repeatedly I signed the contract. I just need Bobby Lashley to sign the contract. So, Bobby, come out here and sign the contract. Hey, by the way, I need you to sign the contract. And I don't know what Lashley was trying to say. I have no idea what he was trying to say. But he was struggling to get through this. And he was trying to play like Joe Cool and all that stuff. It wasn't working here. It was just this wasn't hitting for me until they got physical. It, I like I was I was like doing one of these. It's like, man, this is this is rough. But what I learned, Denise, was that Bobby needed to sign the contract. I'm sorry, but I applaud you for the effort that you put in this one because I was on autopilot. I was watching, but I wasn't processing. I'm sorry. I didn't care about this. I didn't care. And I'm going to be honest, like Royal Rumble, when they had the elimination spot for Brock Lesnar, it was literally one of my favorite parts of the actual Rumble. But given that I have, you know, this is our what third match between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, it, it's going to take a little bit more for me to legitimately kind of uh, get completely interested in this. Like when it comes to Brock and Bobby, I just like to see the physical portion of this. The, everything else, um, it sometimes it, it, it was a miss for this one. It was a complete miss. And the whole time I just kept thinking, why does Brock Lesnar have a feather in his cap? And right away, I loved it because when I tweeted it out, everybody kept putting, he called it macaroni. And it was the same thing that I was thinking about when I was watching this. I was thinking about the freaking Yankee Doodle song. So the whole time while they were talking, I was thinking about Yankee Doodle. It's a terrible thing but uh, they didn't got... they didn't gain my interest i'm sorry no, but like this... you gotta understand okay and i know that you gotta understand like sometimes like as you know you're a viewer and you could be like distracted by so many things and there are times where i'm just like you know i'm trying my hardest not to get distracted but if you're not pulling me into it it's gonna be really easy for me just to be like I'm listening, but I'm I not agree. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost like background noise. Well, uh, Bobby Lashley ended up dumping Brock on his head, which was, woof, yikes. Damn, that was rough. Uh, but it just, this wasn't good. This didn't do it for me. And when I, when we reported on FightfulSelect.com, what was going to happen with this segment, I was like, all right, it seems to make sense. 
It just this one did not work for me. And I'm sure the match is going to be fun. Sure, the match is going to be fun. Nerd Guru says I've sent Humper chats the last three weeks and they weren't read. Uh, We were. Luis says I've heard from people they've not been able to get their messages through Streamlabs. I get what I read, but something has been happening. Uh, I'll look into this and I I will get it fixed. Absolutely. But Nerd Guru, hit up Luis. Let him know what you sent. By the way. Izzy just says, screenshot it if you can and send it to his DMs or something. There you go. Izzy says, I'm just here for the ad reads. Well, you know what? If you're here for the ad reads, you definitely want to know all about NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You want NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I ordered that UFC pay-per-view this past weekend. As I mentioned, I spend much less because I use overseas services to purchase those pay-per-views. 30-day money-back guarantee. A great deal, multiple tiers. You can secure every device you you own, whether it's Windows, Mac, Linux, Android, iOS. You can connect up to six devices separately with just one subscription. You get that Nord Pass password manager. You get the Nord Locker file encryption tool, threat protection, a global server network, 24-7 support. You are safe from disruption disruptions with their kill, kill switch feature. They get re- reliable encryption. See, I'm st- I'm stuttering like Bobby Lashley was. My gosh. <laughs> but it's the fastest VPN on the planet. I'm telling you guys, sign the contract. Wait, you don't need a contract because NordVPN has that great deal for you. 30-day money-back guarantee. The VPN that you've heard about from Yahoo, Entrepreneur, BuzzFeed, Forbes, CNET, Wired, Huffington Post, and, of course, Fightful. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Protect your data from prying eyes. Wait, I have one more? Yep, yep. (laughs) Pavement Cut Your Hair says WrestleMania 41 in Kentucky. Held where, though? Do you guys Um, have any place that that would be able to, like, fly? Not not like that, probably. Kroger Field, which is where Kentucky football plays. But, it, like, Kroger Field is not equipped for WrestleMania, honestly. It's, That's it's really sad, not. That's Sean. I mean, it's not. But, I mean, Indianapolis is close enough to Ohio or close enough to Kentucky. And they've they've run it there in, in 92. There's uh, Cincinnati. But you don't want to bring – you don't want to bring – wrestling to an outdoor stadium in april in cincinnati because it might rain snow and be sunny terry allen jr says 2k23 hands-on preview from you both thanks did you end up posting that or did you were you able to the memory card was damaged i I tried everything to freaking re-get that footage i was so pissed i don't even want to talk about it because we did like a whole a whole thing and that was just a total yeah i beat her by the way no, the footage is not out there, so that's not yeah. true. Izzy says, I as beat much you of a dream. three times. Yeah, I bet that happened. Izzy says, as much of a dream uh, match Brock and Lashley were, it's failed. They've never clicked. Their best was with Heyman and the MVP promos. Well, the match this week might be good, but the promo was not. Oh, we've had uh, Judgment Day defeating the Street Profits, but... We've also got the Edge and Beth interview. We've got that interaction going on. Judgment Day picks up the win here. Rhea ends up hitting the Riptide on Beth Phoenix, which I'm down for. But uh, Beth nicknames them the Grit Couple, Denise. 
I have a question. Yeah. Beth says that they're always, she's, I forgot how she worded it, but she made it seem like they were always known as the great couple. Uh uh-uh. They were never known as the great couple, right? I was sitting never. there and I was like, what? Because she said Listen. they were, they were known as the great couple or something like that. She made it seem like this was a thing. I don't know. I sounds like I, some I thought... <laughs> sounds like some Yellowstone bullshit to me. I don't know. I love them both though. They're great performers, but I ain't never called anybody the grit couple, much less those two. Mm. Is what it are we like, doing here? Does it come Either... across like bad? No, not at all. It's just, Is this nobody, just called, nobody said that. I know that's what <laughs> no. I'm saying. That's what I said. I said no one's ever called them the grit couple. So why does she say that they're known as the grit couple? Somebody says they were against Miz and Maurice. I Oh yeah, because that was the time when when Edge kept saying, I, I have like grit. okay, everybody's everybody is like, yes, it happened Miz and Maurice. Why am I like erase that from okay. my memory completely? I, isn't it our jobs to know this? We're bad at our jobs. Listen, thank you guys for for sending us super chats, humper chats, all that stuff. I I greatly appreciate it. Uh, But I don't even remember what happened in the The Marie's Miz, Beth Phoenix, Edge feud. I don't even remember. I mean, I remember. Let me talk, damn Denise. Hold on. Is that when Marie's had her muted? It was the grit couple versus the it couple, Denise. There oh, you go. So, I was giving you the answer that you sought out. I know, but was people. that when Maurice had the little purse with the balls? No, huh? That I'm was way sure. after. No, that I'm was sure way after. Was. Why are we still talking about this? Because it's important. <laughs> no, it's not. Judgment okay, well, Day I'm... My God, let me do this segment, Denise. Go. <laughs> Judgment Day defeated the Street Profits. Rhea Ripley. Uh... <laughs> Hit the riptide on Beth Phoenix. I want to see a singles match between them. I realize that it's been a while since we've seen a singles match from Beth Bruh. Phoenix. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up how long it's been. It's been like ages and ages. Is that something that you'd be down for? I I don't think that Don, she's had one. Did you just forget my whole like 20 minute argument from last week? No. You don't remember that I said that I didn't want to see this as a mixed tag team match, and that I felt like adding the guys to this was kind of taken away from the match. Yeah, but you can't, I mean, okay, you could have. I think it would have been, okay, what was the biggest reaction of the night during this? talk or anything. I just get interrupted. What was the biggest reaction? This woman is like Hoda Kotb on on today in the morning. I can't say anything. I can't say anything. She's out here trying to get her bonus. That's all she cares about. No, Sean, I'm just trying to pr- remind you the conversation that we had last week because I already know you forgot. And no, I'm trying you, to tell you that. You just told me. The re- you, who just, got the- you just told me muted. You just told me what you said. That you thought that adding the men was taking it away. Like, damn, you ain't got to remind me about a week ago. You told me 30 seconds ago. Of course I heard it. Of course I did. There's more that I wanted to say, though, to continue to prove my point as to why that's the right thing to feel. Because the person that got the biggest reaction in this whole entire segment was Rhea Ripley. They only cared when Rhea came out. They only cared about the interactions between Rhea and Beth Phoenix, which should tell you that that's the match we should be having. So there, I just wanted to add to the argument that I made last week. I agree. So here's what I hope happens. I hope that Edge and Beth Phoenix probably pin Finn Balor. Not not Rhea. Rhea can't get pinned. But 
assuming Rio wins that title, I think Beth Phoenix should be the first challenger. I think Beth Phoenix should be like, you all couldn't put us away a couple months ago. Let's do our one-on-one match. I just, look, I'm not going to repeat everything I said last week. Just know I feel the exact same way that I did last week this week. (laughs) People are asking for you to get your bonus. I mean, it's possible. Girl, I'm still like way far away from my bonus right now. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think WWE brings back Mandy Rose? Eventually, yeah, I think that they probably will. What else we got? Nurguru says, any concrete plans for Becky at Mania and Bailey too? Feel like they deserve to have their feud and story in there. Maybe in some big step with their careers on the line. Have you heard anything? I haven't heard anything. I don't know about putting their careers on the line because then one of them's got to have their career over. No, thanks. <sighs> I don't know. Like, maybe they can do a ladder match. I, I was just thinking that in my head. Like a top, like maybe a top contender. A top contender ladder match, like add some stakes to it or something like that. I mean, that, they could but... add a stake right at the top of the ladder so they can climb it and get the stake. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really proud of that one. <laughs> I made a dad. Is that a dad joke? I think that's a dad joke. It's a joke that I made over 10 years ago. When? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't watching you 10 years ago. Let's talk about the greatest moment of the night, and that's Piper Niven squashing Mia Yim. Just absolutely dominated her. Mia Yim had no chance whatsoever. Um, thank you, Piper Niven. I'm going to send her like a fruit basket or something like that. Sean, uh, when you come to LA and Mia Yim throws your ass off the freeway and you're like she's not gonna. begging for help and you're like, please help me. I'm just going to watch you fall. She ain't going to. Because listen, I'm going to have my close personal friend Piper Niven there. She uh, don't even like do you. A, she actually says, she says, hello, friend. Every time she sees me, it's very nice. Yeah, um, but she don't like you more than she likes me. No, wait. That, she doesn't like you more than sh- she'll like me more. She likes me more there. I'm going to ask you, her. You just went full George Bush there. Yeah, that's you just went full George Bush. I don't George get Bush. it. I know. Of course you don't. But anyway. Uh, me I'm and sorry, Piper Niven. Are you trying to insult me right now? Yeah, I am. I'm not trying. I am insulting you. I'm doing it very well. But Watch. anyway. Watch. Anyway, me and Piper Niven are going to do our secret friend handshake that we haven't invented yet, but I'm going to now. Uh, pavement cut. Uh, also, I, Piper Niven's legitimately killing it right now. She is like doing some incredible work. Really, really liking her. Um, I... <laughs> Go ahead, Denise. I'm just raising my hand. So you're down in front. You're done. down in front. Front row. Whenever you're done, I just want to know that. Whoa, whoa, why are you so loud? Are you going to let me talk? All I want to say, the only thing I want to say about this is that both of these, both both Piper and Mia should have been in that elimination chamber. I just I'm mad say that this. neither of them are. This is a good point. Zeno Hour says that me and Austin Theory booked Street Profits versus Judgment Day. We did. During our interview that aired this morning, Austin Theory started a fight between Street Profits and Judgment Day. You were there to witness it, Denise. I mean, I was there, but I wasn't witnessing it. I mean, you were, you were. I was minding my own business. I was on the other side of the room. Yeah, right. Do we think Matt Cardona comes back to WDB? Eventually, I think he'll do a spot. 
Pavement cut your hair says, what were you both doing 10 years ago? Um, I was Alice. training MMA, wrestling, and going to school. What were you doing, Denise? <laughs> I was 20, and I was in college. Hey, well, there you go. We have K775 says, since they have so many multi-man factions, you think Triple H would do a trios title, or do you think he, he would consider that copying AEW? Well, first off, I'm going to say this. They have to be multi-man factions because the only one-person faction is the one-man gang. But I think, Denise, what they should do is keep the tag team titles together and instead of splitting them, do a trios title. And I think that the trios title should be exactly like how the women's title was, women's tag titles were going to be and float between brands. Like, So you want one set of tag team champions and then one set of trios. Yeah, now I like the tag team titles, they stay on Raw and SmackDown. They ain't going to NXT, but the trios titles can be like the women's tag team titles originally were, where like maybe New Day goes to NXT and de- defends against Schism or something like that. Like, I think that would be cool. And they have a couple of, of teams things. too that they can do that with. So I could see it. Yeah, as I like, I'll, I'll pull up the, the roster right now. They got Legado, like, they could do it with Legado, they could do it with the. A brawling brutes they can do it with imperium they can do it with the oc uh Um, maximum male models will probably be adding another one soon the blood there's the bloodline as well like you got them um six already you could add to hit row very very easily like you could do that um there there's an awful lot of options there and then like i just i just look at that and i'm like okay that's that could work and then in nxt You've got the likes of Schism. You can add somebody to chase you and do something like that very, very easily. I think there's an awful lot that you can you can do there, and it won't leave as many tag teams just in the dust. Sheldon says, just remember, Denise, kindness is key when it comes to promos. Broadway Joe says, off topic, if you all could trade any wrestlers between companies, who would you no. trade? No. In, no, NBA I've been avoiding this. I've been okay, seeing here. people post this, and I'm not, like, I'll into that. I'll do it. You'll do it. WWE gets Malachi Black, Andrade, and Deanna Perrazzo from AEW and Impact. Impact gets... Let's be real. Impact would settle for just being able to use some people. Why are you so, bearing Impact? They I'm, don't I'm, deserve I'm, that. I'm being real. Listen. They don't Impact's, deserve that. Impact has an expiring contract in Deanna Perrazzo. So Impact would be able to use Christian Cage, AJ Styles at their tapings. Because if you're trading somebody to Impact, you don't need to, them to be there full time. They tape like once every month, right? So they get to use AJ Styles and some people like that. But over to AEW, I would probably go with, mm, as I'm looking. (laughs) This is just too much. I think like a top of the line women's name would, would be very, very helpful for AEW. Like a marquee women's name. Mm. <laughs> Why are you making that face? 
Ronda Rousey. They'd love to use Ronda Rousey. <laughs> okay, sure. And who do the who does, who does WWE get in exchange I just for said, Ronda? I just said they get uh, Malachi Black, Andrade. Oh, they get to I use see. Deanna Perrazzo. Um, and then also, I would I would say that uh, AEW would probably love to use like Gunther, but man, I I don't think you could do a trade. You could do a talent exchange, bro. They didn't even let Billy Gunn go to do his celebration thing. We're going into a whole other world. It's too far fetched. Please, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna. What do you call it? I don't even know. Mel says, I want to say WTF is up with toxic attraction breaking up instead of a main roster call up. Raw couldn't could have used them. A lot of people could have used them, but I every time I've seen JC Jane on TV on like SmackDown, I've been like, she gets it. Like she she gets it to such an extreme degree. And they can always just team them back up if they want. They're That's- they're they're good in terms of being together, but you also want to see what they can do as enemies, and that's why yeah. I wasn't completely against the idea. I trust these regimes, Denise, to repair things if they're not working. Like we're seeing the hurt business back together because I love Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander and MVP, but they're better together than they are apart. Yeah. What's the percentage? Wood says Jay White. Do you think he shows up in WWE before SmackDown? or after WrestleMania. My pitch, Denise, for Switchblade Jay White is that night one of WrestleMania, John Cena should beat Austin Theory for the U.S. title. And then night two, John Cena comes out, or Raw after Mania, he comes out and he says, I'm doing it again, the John Cena U.S. title open challenge, and Switchblade answers and beats John Cena. I think that would be really I would love to see that, but it feels too far-fetched. Maybe I'm just not, look, I'm just a little bit more on the realistic side of things. I don't know. Or have you heard something, Sean? Are you saying this because you know something? FightfulSelect.com had an update on Jay White's contract. Subscribe. It's just $5. (laughs) Pavement Cut Your Hair says Denise does the Sammy Guevara gimmick for ad reads. Full-size poster, sunglasses, backward cap, stick your tongue out. Oh, I should do the little thing. Hold on. I have him. There you go. Oh, that is that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's it's neat. a little micro brawler. I like these. I like They're that. so soft. They're stress relievers. Cyclops says, as a paying subscriber, I don't appreciate Denise trying to scam her way into a bonus and demand she doesn't get compensated for her treachery. I agree with that. What? Broadway Joe says, I could see Bailey joining Mercedes in New Japan if her contract is up soon just to jump off the career versus career idea. I don't think it's up soon, but I don't know. I don't know. I do know that Oscar, Carmella, and Nikki defeated Liv, Raquel, and Natalia. I loved this method. I love doing the Raw versus SmackDown method instead of faces versus heels because it seems very, very fake to just line up all the faces and heels. Do it by brand. Um, now, Dream Ninja said Asuka murdering everyone in that six-person six tag. Loved it. Cody promo was uh, magic with Sammy. Destroyer Piper Niven was great. Rhea Beth needs to happen. I think the right team won this as well. Although, if Raquel had like pinned Nikki, I wouldn't have been upset by that. It's just my thing was Raquel and Asuka should not have been taking pins here. They are pretty well the two most protected ones here. This was fine. This 
got all the women in the elimination chamber a match. I'm totally cool with this. They give them a nice little amount of time. I like the little beef that we were seeing ahead of time before um, with uh, with Liv and Natty. That was fine too. Um, like I said, I I'm just excited. I'm just ready for them to uh, to really start to whether it's Oscar or Liv Morgan, who I'm seeing as the two best options for winning. Uh, whoever it is that they decide to go with, I just really want to see them. And most likely it's going to be Oscar, but I just, I'm ready for it to, to kick into a high gear. Speaking of beef, Denise, what did you think of that beautiful all beef glizzy? Are we talking about the Otis segment? Yeah. Are you a glizzy gobbler? No. What's a grizzly gobbler or gizzly? What is it? It's a glizzy. Glizzy? What is that? It's a hot dog, Denise. Oh, is that what you call? Why do you call him a glizzy? I don't know why don't you call them glizzies because i've never heard them called glizzies do you like in my mustard life. no i don't either i just thought i didn't even notice he put a hot dog in his mouth is that what he was eating i just saw the mustard yeah it was oh. a glizzy and then he accidentally got all the mustard he gets scolded by chad gable and then he squirts mustard all over mansois yeah, i love that Max yeah yeah i loved maximum male models here like them making fun of him and then like being instructed to not laugh. Chad Gable thinks that maximum male models is, is scouting him. They're not, they're scouting Otis as we reported on fightfulselect.com. We even reported somebody to get squirted with mustard today for the love of God, Denise fightfulselect.com. I'm liking this. I'm liking the, the comedic aspect. It's, it's, it's fun, harmless comic relief. As we found out doing interviews with Otis, He's he's got more to offer than even that we've seen on on the show. So I think we knew that already. I think we knew sure. he had all that comedic in all that he had it already. We'd seen shades of it plenty of times before. Uh, so this is definitely nothing surprising to me whatsoever. Um, I guess my favorite parts in this was when Maxine called him OTs. Yeah, OTs. That was nice. And then um, him staring at the little card, and he's all looking at it, and that and it was simple. It was fine. I have no complaints right now. Ryan Ben says Otis styling with a Coney Island dog for mm, gold. Jared says, any idea what Liv can do at Mania? I mean, unfortunately, I, I think that Liv will probably be in whatever the Battle Royal might be at this point, which I hope they bring back. I hope they bring back men's and women's Battle Royal. One on one night, one on the other night. That's what I'm hoping for. I feel bad for Liv. I think had her run a SmackDown Women's Championship been a lot stronger, I think she should have been in this match against Bianca Belair. Rick Boogs and Elias segment. Hurt business is in the background. Then Boogs defeats The Miz with the quickness. Um, got no real interest in any of the Boogs stuff right now, Denise. I don't mind it's it. I don't mind it. I think I'm excited to see what he does because I like him. I genuinely like, like, oh, I him. like him and I like his uh, I don't know. I just like his vibe. I, I do. I like his vibe. Um, But I they just need to. I think it's the presentation of Boogs where it's like, yeah, he's there and he's cool and he's muscular and he's got a great look. But that's kind of about it. I mean, prior when he was doing the guitar thing, he was really getting a lot of, you know, people interest 
people were really hot for Boogs when he was doing the, you know, his whole thing with the guitar and everything. That always got really great reactions. But um, now they kind of just need to, I guess, present him a little bit differently with a little bit of a different light to him. But I think he has a lot of potential. So they haven't done anything with Boogs that I have felt has been like annoying or maybe just not interesting. I feel like this is a this is an OK start. I mean, it could it could be it could have been a lot worse for him. He could have started things off like they did with Dexter Loomis. Do you think we're going to see the Boogs Elias tandem? I'd rather see them as enemies. Don't think I'll like those segments, man. I don't mind it because it's like they both have a lot to be, you know, competitive about. Musicians, great facial hair. Cam says, what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One's really heavy and one's a little lighter. That's Jared cute. says, Raw's mid-card hotter than SmackDown. How can SmackDown improve? They just got to heat up somebody in their mid-card. I mean, taking Drew and Sheamus out of the mid card and making them a team probably it shallows it up a lot when you got two former world champions doing that. And I mean, it seems a little bit thinner on SmackDown because they're just doing the, the, the mad cat Moss thing, but that's such a short term program. That's not like a long term thing. So I could understand how people are looking at that, but they just got to heat people up and give them wins. Yep. Any, any advice for Harry balls? Not on this show. KE775 says off topic. If you had to guess NXT call-ups, who do you think we see? Who do you think, do you think we'll see them all at once at mania or more gradual? I think it'll be gradual. Um, but I think Wendy Chu, she got a look on main event as reported by FightfulSelect.com. I think JC Jane probably heads up sooner than later. Man, there's for me, I feel like there's a lot of people that I would say, yeah, I'm so ready for them to go to the main roster. But at the same time, I feel like if they were gone, it would be a huge piece missing from NXT. And that would be Carmelo Hayes. Like he'd be great to see him move up. The Creed brothers be great, but it would yeah. be a huge piece missing on the actual NXT programming. But I think Creed brothers um, are pretty close to going. I would probably. Yeah. And Carmelo Hayes is another one for sure. Bronson Reed defeated Mustafa Ali. I do. I, I am ready to see some progression in what Ziggler and Ali are doing. But I mean, right now, whatever they're doing has to do with Mustafa Ali losing. So I don't think that him losing to Bronson Reed is a bad thing, especially they protected Bronson Reed big time. I don't know if they're necessarily getting people super interested in him, but they're, they're definitely popping for that finish. Like people hey know yeah. when that finish hits Denise, it's, it's done. People are like, that's a breathtaking finishing move. I think they just need to keep doing what they've been doing. Like that match with Akira Tozawa, this match with Mustafa Ali, they need to keep doing that with Bronson Reed. And that's that. I'm really over. liking the, the Bronson Reed direction. I think it's the right way to go. You, you want to heat him up. And then when he goes face to face with somebody else, that's heavily protected on the show. People will be like, oh, okay. I mean, look look at Ryback back in the day. Like he ran through jobbers nonstop that were far less credible, far less credible than Mustafa Ali. And then when he went face to face with CM Punk, the crowd was like, oh, snap. Big Man Griff says, what about Josh Alexander for AJ and the use of Jacob Fatu for the Usos? Ooh, that's a good one. Now there's no, well, the MLW lawsuit got thrown out today, so. Jacob Fatu, yeah, I would love to see him 
I love him. He's so good. Yeah, I would love to see that as well. And I mean, you got Hammerstone and Richard Holiday who have a history with MJF. Like, you can build them as literally the only two people that like MJF ever. And uh, they play that just exceptionally well. What else we got here? Oh, Ms. TV with Rollins. <laughs> Rollins uh, wore the Astro Boy boots and ended up hitting a stomp, which you have to do when you're wearing those big-ass boots, Denise. Now, for those of you who missed the segment, Miz is pushing Rollins on Logan Paul. It's very clear this is the direction for Mania. I think it's going to be an incredible match. I think it's the right use for Rollins this year, too. TMZ will eat him up. They will love him. The entertainment tonight of the world will love Seth Rollins. But you got to do the stomp. opening match for Mania, for sure. Yeah, but you got to do a stomp when you're wearing those goddamn boots, Denise. You have to. It was perfect. He looked like Clifford the Big Red Dog. It was great. <laughs> Clifford's feet. Elite Biscuit says, Seth was great on Pat McAfee and Rich Eisen shows during Super Bowl week. Guy is such a cross-marketing weapon. And his Logan Paul promo was great tonight. That's the thing. He can go out on these things. And um, D- Denise and I were standing there as he shot on CM oh, yeah. Punk. But he did it enough in character, Denise, to where we were going, all right, well, if if he does mean this, he can still play it off in the future as like, let's do some business type of thing. With Logan Paul, we know it's a story. But Seth Rollins stays kind of, he almost went the opposite direction, Denise. When he was doing a shoot interview, he leaned into his character more. Now when he's doing a worked interview, he leans out of his character a little bit more to accentuate how much he doesn't like Logan Paul. Right, because he was doing that interview. Um, I forgot what the name of the show was, but the one that he just did on Fox Sports or something. And it was the one where he kind of elaborates a little bit more on his on the comments that he made with Nick Hausman's interview. And then he basically set, starts off by saying, oh, yeah, he's similar to Logan Paul. And I was like, okay, that whole part, that's just for the character that's just leading into WrestleMania. So like that part, you know, completely kind of disregard that. That to me was all character. And then everything else was more, uh, you know, Seth Rollins. Austin Theory attacked he's been staying pretty strong too I mean he's involved in this elimination chamber you gotta keep him involved as well Denise I see you yawning over there oh you saw that I'm sorry I've been really tired lately oh have you been yes because helixsleep.com slash fightful is exactly what you need How about this? 20% off our listeners' orders. We've got some some incredible deals for you guys, but 20% off all mattresses. A few years ago, I wanted to invest in my sleep. And helixsleep.com slash Fightful is how I invested in my sleep, really before this even existed. I got a Helix Sleep mattress, and then I hit them up and said, I would love to work with you guys. Because you helped me get a fuller night's sleep, a better night's sleep. I took that quick quiz. I was matched up with the Dusk Lux model. I'm able to change how I sleep. I only was able to sleep on my back. Now I can sleep on my stomach, on my side, on my back. It allows me to stay asleep longer. 
and get a fuller night's sleep. They have a lineup of 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, uh, ones for big and tall sleepers, and even one that's made just for kids. They offer a 100-night trial, a 10- to 15-year warranty, so you're not going to miss out. There's nothing to lose here. Invest in your sleep. I was sleeping on a very, very cheap mattress. Yes, I do sleep like a rotisserie chicken. I'm rolling around all night long, but I'm staying comfortable with helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And now, 20% off and two free pillows for our listeners, helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Take that quick quiz. You don't have to go to a mattress store. They match you up with the mattress that's right for you. Even if your spine needs a little bit more TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on the top. It's a perfect combination of comfort and support. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Truly has changed the way that I sleep um, big time. I'm missing this uh, whenever I'm on the road. I saw a meme today and some person was asking, how do you sleep? What position do you sleep in? And someone commented, I sleep like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> and it stuck with me. Enormous <laughs> says, I'll get sour later. Wanted to send some Valentine's Day love to our two favorite wrestling YouTubers. Appreciate you both. SRS, when are you going to start dressing like Seth on the post show? You Your should. Just... Oh my God, you okay. should. Okay. I'm not gonna, but... Because, like, sometimes we'll write about his suits, I get targeted ads for Seth Rollins' suits now. All the time. Like, I'm sure that I can just go scroll Instagram. And within probably about three or four minutes, I will get, like, suits with hearts all over them or with music notes all over them or something ridiculous like that. Well... I also get Seth Rollins walking around in his big boots. Uh, but have you bought just, anything from Instagram ads? I think I've bought like maybe one or two things, like maybe like a neck traction thing or something like that. They um, get you, man. I've bought a bunch from Instagram ads. So here's here's the funny thing: the the few things I bought like from Facebook or Instagram ads, they've taken so long to get to me that I've just. Like, I mean, like seven, eight weeks that I'd file like credit card claims on it. Like, like, why the hell haven't you got this to me in two or three months? Yeah. And then like a month later, it'll show up to my house. So I end up getting them for free. Yeah. Uh, that's like two out of the three things. And of course, now that I'm scrolling through Instagram, can't find it. Yeah, what no, this time it's not coming out. Watch. Watch the second you log off. You're going to get some promo for some I know. suit. <laughs> I will. I will. As soon as I... As I hate soon. it. I hate those ads because they know exactly what I like. They know exactly. And I click every time. Every time. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. FightfulSelect.com reported today that Sami Zayn was going to be on Raw. We said he was going to do a little barricade jumping thing, and he was he was in the ring, got a great reaction. He is white hot, Denise. Now, today on Ariel Hawani's show, Cody says, if it's Sammy, I won't be mad. If it's a triple threat, I won't be mad. He's like, I can't begrudge somebody for getting white hot at the right time. 
And he also said for a long time, people were wanting one real contender for Roman Reigns. Now there's two. And he said, I just want the biggest match, the best match. I love this segment. This was another segment that just accomplished so much. Sami Zayn said that he watched Raw last week, and even though everybody was talking about him and Heyman talking about Roman, he looked back to Cody saying, it looks more and more like I'm going to be facing Sami Zayn, and he called out Cody Rhodes. And this was a promo of respect. This was not them dissing each other, hating on each other. It was such an unconventional promo in that they were putting each other over, but they were especially putting over Sami Zayn and his chances. They made you feel like, well, maybe the bigger match is Sami Zayn versus Cody Rhodes. And I asked people on Twitter, and it was a resounding, yeah, I would buy that. Now, there's a whole lot of people that you get into, what about the casuals? I don't give a shit about the casuals, Denise. I watch this show every week. I care about me. That's what I care about. (laughs) This was, I know, this was so good. It was Sami Zayn saying, I know that I'm capable of beating Roman Reigns, but I've also been in the trenches with Roman Reigns for a long time. I see that he always has a game plan. I don't know if I have the brothers in the bag as well, or or one of the brothers in the bag. I don't know if I'll be able to beat him. I know I can. And it was Cody talking Sami Zayn into believing in himself. Now, this, this was just masterful. There was no Heyman tonight. There were no Usos tonight. There was no Solo Sokoa. There was no Paul Heyman to build up to Elimination Chamber. It was Cody, Sammy, building up to this Sunday or this Saturday and WrestleMania. This was a, a, a work of art, I thought. So there was a lot in here that I definitely liked. Um, I think the first thing that I do want to say just overall about this segment is you mentioned how it built up not just Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania, um, which it did. But I really liked how it elevated both stories because this has been a odd situation where you have, um, you know, everything that has occurred between Roman and Sami Zayn and the bloodline. That's one side of it. And then on the other side, you have what's been, you know, beginning to brew between Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman and everything that they did with that. Um, They found a way to elevate both those stories, but also kind of merge them because they've been kind of merging on their own. But this time uh, it felt like the official like welding of that. And for me, what I particularly liked was that at Elimination Chamber, you can, I don't know, run a poll or something. And I will probably guess that 99.999% people are going to say Roman Reigns is defeating Sami Zayn, right? Which is exactly sure. where I'm at, too. And mostly everybody's at, too. With that being said, I felt that today's promo with Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn casted a small shadow of doubt where you're thinking, holy cow, just what if? I feel like it did a really good job of that. And to me, I want that. I want them to do something to make you think, what if? Because you don't necessarily want to go into something where you know the, sh- the outcome is going to be 100% this happening or that happening. You want to maybe have a slight 
bit of doubt. And I think that with this promo between like Cody hyping up Sami Zayn and telling him, I don't want to see you on Monday Night Raw next week because I'd rather see you at WrestleMania. And then Sami Zayn firing up and saying that he does believe that, you know, he can fe- defeat Roman Reigns, that he can uh, ha- main event WrestleMania because that is a clear, uh, you know, he was addressing a lot of what has been talking about. Can Sami Zayn be a person that headlines WrestleMania? And so I like that that was also thrown into this. So to me, it not only did it just elevate both of the stories, I think it also casted a little bit of doubt where you're like, hmm, maybe I don't know for sure. And it personally, I I would not hate to see, you know, this become some sort of triple threat or something where, you know, Sami Zayn gets added to this match. I would not hate that again. We already know that they're heading towards the direction of, you know, Sammy and Kevin Owens and the Ustos and this and that. But I would not hate that. Pavement cut your hair says, can you do an ad read for Roman versus Sammy, please? Uh, I think Cody and Sammy already did. Jordan says Sammy needs to get a win and get an I'm the one T. Whew, I'm I'm so pumped. Mr. Showtime says Cody's got to stop with the what do you guys want to talk about? It's getting really corny now. The rest has been great, but that line needs to die. Nah, I'm cool with it. Mainly because I named a show after it. Trace, <laughs> so it's the last time a promo got it. This is awesome, Chant. Chills, man. Yeah, the, the past two weeks have been some of the best promos. In our Fightful Awards in December, Denise, I know both of these are going to be nominated. Like, Cody Rhodes is out there killing it too. And Cody Rhodes is out there with different categorically different promo dance partners, just having great promos. And also is one of those things where they hadn't even gotten into the meat of it yet. Like they were just starting and they were already chanting, you know, this is awesome. And they hadn't even necessarily started the entire, like they were just getting it going. Brandon Charles Powell says, yeah, forget the casuals. They can kick rocks. I really don't care about them. For everybody saying you got to book for the casuals, the I casuals do not... are going to care about like Logan Paul, for example, Bad Bunny. Yeah. I don't believe that there are some fabled legion of casuals that would look at what what the the millions of people that watch this show every week and come to a consensus agreement that is cool or good and be like. Wow, those millions of people are really stupid. So us millions of people should just never watch. I don't believe in that. I do not believe there is some group of I just don't. I think it's I think it's mythical. I think random ass people who don't watch watch wrestling are going to like random ass things. Some of them are going to stick around, some of them aren't. SAS says, "Do you think Sammy and Roman storyline will end this Saturday?" No. No, I don't no. think so. <laughs> I felt the need to add an extra no. Yeah. TGO says we get Zane mania. Paul pulls a wise man dip and we get a belt split. Sammy will get a hometown mega pop. Cody still fights Roman. Sammy gives title shot to KO based off their friendship. Hollywood mania ending. Listen, I understand a lot of people are like, oh, well, night one and night two. So much of Cody defeating Roman Reigns is Cody being the guy to knock off Roman Reigns and specifically to win the WWE Championship. 
I I don't think that Sammy is going to win or beat Roman Reigns before Cody. Jay Zero says the Cody and Sammy promo felt like they were proving that Sammy won't take over like the Yes movement and Cody is still super over. Yeah, I mean, Cody is actively endorsing on screen and in interviews, Denise, that Sami Zayn could be in this match and can beat Roman Reigns. I think they're doing this the right way. And, yeah, and you Triple, have H, Triple H is booking this and he's witnessed a lot of this stuff happen before. You have to. You can't just like try to be ruling out one person and be like, oh, yeah, this person's not going to win. Because in that case, why would you tune in to watch a show where like you, you can't you got to promote both guys, you know? Zach says, how do you work K Cody KO into Sammy Roman without the Usos? Well, I mean, Cody, maybe not at all, but KO saves Sami Zayn the same way that Sammy save, saved him, except there are no Usos there to, to stop him, so to speak. Nerd Guru says, Cody went full Rocky Four to Sammy. You see? You heard him. Do you see? He's not a machine. He's a man. That's true. I didn't even think of I love Rocky Four, man. There you go. That's a good T one. TGO says, why is Cody trying to make us cry in every promo? Uh, Dom talks cringe and I changed the channel. Ah, I think you're supposed to cringe when Dom talks. He gets so much hate. Holy crap. He gets a lot of hate. That's like right, in comments and stuff. It's crazy. He also says, percentage chance we get Thunder Rosa in WWE managed by Zelina. Not for quite a while. She's got a pretty lengthy contract and now injury time to add on top of that. She is back on the road, though. I'll, I'll have a very interesting story on FightfulSelect.com this week. How about that one? A very, very interesting story very. in there. Very. Subscribe. Give me $5, please. Sarah says, do you think they were testing the idea of Cody and Sammy at Mania tonight? I, I feel like sort of, Denise. I think they were testing, like, okay, how will people react if it is these two? But also, I fear that, which is the case a lot of times, Denise, if Sami Zayn wins, it's a now what type of thing. Now what? He goes out there and has killer matches. Who says he can't? There you go. Cyclops says Cody haters says he'll get booed every week. And now they're eight feet deeper in the mud tonight. They need to accept he's over in WWE. He is over in WWE. That ain't changing. It ain't going anywhere. Eventually he'll do a heel run. I'm sure Denise, but yeah. Broadway Joe says Cody tried to rally the crowd for a Sammy Chan at the end. And the crowd was still split. Both of these dudes are over. Not a Brian situation. I mean, Cody changed an awful lot of his life to leave WWE and then to come back to WWE. So I think that that's a lot recognized now. He has done everything that he said that he was going to do. He made a big list and went through and did all that. He said he was going to leave WWE to make it, make himself better. He did. He did that list. He succeeded. He had a very emotional NWA title win that meant a lot to him. He helped start a company, helped change a lot of things. People swore up and down he wouldn't stay true to the not challenging for the AEW title. He did. Then he left WWE. People even doubted that he wasn't working without a contract. People thought that was a work. Nope, it was the truth. He came back and has done everything that he said. Joseph says, what if Sammy wins Saturday? We get a triple threat at Mania where Cody wins. 
then Sammy and KO can go for the tag titles over the summer. I will see how this story plays out, but what do you do with Jay and Jimmy until then? They can sit around twiddling their thumbs. There's a lot of directions that they could go here, but I did feel like tonight was a little bit of a test. Do you think they do we think we passed? Do you think they liked yeah. the, what we got with yeah. Cody and Sammy? Did, did we re, did the crowd react good enough? I would say so. But I yeah. feel like to me, it was also just a, not necessarily just a test of Cody versus Sammy. I think it was a test of like whether or not they might add Sammy into the matchup. I don't know how. I mean, sure, they can figure it out, but I don't G know. Bro, G bro says I'm manifesting Cody versus Boombox Brock. Well, uh, Baron Corbin manifested Cody beating that ass in a suit. He didn't like that his interview backstage got interrupted for this promo that happened. And he started to trash talk Cody and Cody, even trash talk Dustin Rhodes and Dusty Rhodes. And then Cody beat his ass, dragged him out through the curtain, said, get me a ref and whipped his ass in a suit. Crowds chanting bum ass Corbin. I thought this was a great way to follow up. Okay, so this is the second week in a row where poor Dustin gets a shot thrown at him <laughs> by somebody on the show. <laughs> Do you think they're trying to tempt him into coming over? I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to I get do. him to react. I don't know. I just if think I it's accidental. Dep- or not accidental, if, but just yeah. part of it, you know? But, but I love that where Cody said no more is when he mentions the dog right okay thank you he did say he was gonna mention the dog someone said that they thought he was gonna mention his daughter and then i thought i heard it wrong because it did sound like he was going for his dog it, he was going for the dog okay thank I you love this i thought segment. i heard this, it wrong or something i thought this was a great segment um i forgot what i wanted to say about this actually shouldn't baron corbin be mad at sammy Zayn because sammy Zayn was the one who technically ruined his he um, was he was mad he, at him too. No, but he went off on Cody. Shouldn't he be? He going went off on oh, whatever. He went off on Sammy too. Well, he didn't go off on on him as much as he did on Cody. You got to watch the show, Denise. I watched the show. Getting paid he for this. He told him. He specifically said Cody's dad, Cody's brother, Cody's dog. Why didn't he say that about Sammy Zayn? His family isn't on the show. I don't know. He could have just been he like, said, Sammy's this, Sammy's that. He could have come he up. We did. don't know. No, he, he, did, he did. Okay, tell me. What did he say? Yes, he said that uh, that Sammy Zayn is worthless and was going to get run through at Elimination Chamber. He okay, was like, yeah, but I'm saying the major focus was Cody Rhodes. Well, oh, whatever. Yeah, he, it doesn't even matter. He pivoted, and he said that I was the last one to, to beat Roman Reigns. Sammy Zayn shouldn't yeah, even I be facing hear, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I heard all of that. I heard all of that. I'm just saying... Sammy Zayn was technically the one who interrupted him. Sammy okay, was whatever. gone. Sammy was long gone. Baron Corbin didn't know that. Yeah, he did. He Everybody saw it. Wait, he was backstage waiting for his moment. He was he in Murph's, front of a TV. We don't know. Murph says Sam and Kevin versus Uso's main event night one, I think. Uh, Adam says, do you all see the Usos having solo runs in 2023? I guess you could say they're already running with solo, Denise. I got the joke. Hey, but what's next for Baron Corbin? But no, I think maybe Jey Uso would. Uh, What's next for Baron Corbin? He's going to lose for a while. I feel bad for him. 
I, I said this, Sean. I said that the JBL thing wasn't going to work. Well, it was I can a tell waste you, of time. It I didn't can, work, and we got nothing out of it. I can tell you one thing. Dustin Rhodes was at home listening to this promo like, I'm like, what do you say fuck me for? <laughs> Mike says, what if Sammy's still with the bloodline and it's all a ruse to get him close to Cody to screw him over? Oh no, that ain't they're too far gone now. They're cracking him with chairs and all that. That's the thing I can't buy. When people are getting cracked with chairs. Patrick Reyes says, with Sammy showing up without music, is that setting up him coming out to worlds apart at Elimination Chamber? It should be his original theme at Elimination Chamber. Yes, you're getting your bonus, Denise. I see you looking. No, I wasn't looking at that. My my and I was looking up. Up is my webcam. To the side is the clock. I do think that uh, he should come out to his original theme at Elimination Chamber. What do you think? I would like it. I don't mind it. I would definitely be okay with that. It's a fun song. Guys, help me finance uh, Denise's extra pay because we're making our Elimination Chamber predictions right now. So send yours. Unless you get it in 30 seconds. We got Tamel saying, I count two heels in the women's chambers. It's safe to say it's Carmella or Nikki that will be the winner unless we get a turn. No, Tamel, I don't think so. As we look at this, and we've got Asuka, Liv, Nikki, Raquel, Natalia, and Carmella. Here's what I look at. Carmella is fresh and she's back, but I don't think they have worked to heat her up enough. Natalia is exactly what they've always treated her as. Nikki is off doing a side storyline with Candace. Liv has had a run recently and hasn't been heated back up that direction. Raquel just had her title match six weeks ago, and it was phenomenal and is protected. But there's Asuka, former Royal Rumble winner Asuka, history-making Asuka, WrestleMania championship caliber Asuka, the woman who can have a match of the year contender with Bianca Belair, Asuka, and with a completely fresh coat of paint to a WWE audience. You can look at her and say that she is a credible threat as well. I don't think there's any way Asuka doesn't win this. If Asuka doesn't win this, it would be like, if Asuka doesn't win this, okay, I'd, I would go with Liv Morgan. If it's not Liv Morgan, my third option would be Raquel. Anybody else, unfortunately, would kind of feel like just very weird. Like this is WrestleMania we're talking about. I'm sorry. This needs to be a big deal of an opponent for Bianca Belair. We also have the men's elimination chamber for the United States championship. Austin theory, Seth freaking Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian priest, and Montez Ford. I could see a world where Seth Rollins wins this title and defends it against Logan Paul at WrestleMania. I could also see a world where Austin Theory wins and defends it against John Cena at WrestleMania. I don't necessarily see a a path for Damian Priest or Bronson Reed, which I think Bronson Reed will end up getting beaten on by like all four or five guys and then pinned. I think it's the way you pin him. Montez Ford is the one that you're waiting for to break out. I don't think the reactions have been there yet for Gargano. Who do you think wins this? I feel like 
When it comes to Montez Ford, it would be refreshing, but they haven't done enough with him right now recently, solo-wise, for me to think that it would happen. Johnny Gargano, they've kind of dropped the ball on him since he came back. I feel like they come, they need to just rework things with him. Bronson Reed, I wouldn't totally count him out, to be honest. Like, to me, Bronson Reed would be a pleasant surprise to see him win. Um, but yeah, it's very clear. Unfortunately, I don't see Damian Priest winning this either. To me, it has to be theory, like you said, with John Cena or Seth Rollins. Personally, I would kind of prefer it to be Seth Rollins. If, if I want to see the title on the line, I would actually prefer it to be with, between Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. But yeah. Bro- yeah. We got Brock and Bobby three. I think Brock's winning this one because... Bobby has like kind of stood tall through a couple of these. I think Brock's winning this. And also it's a safe one for Brock to win. We don't need to see Brock in the title picture. I'm glad to see him doing stuff like this. I think he wins here. Yeah, I agree on this one. The grit couple against judgment day, Finn and Rhea. I think Finn gets pinned. I think we see Beth glam slam him. And then, like, he sells and turns around and Edge spears him. And then Beth and Edge both pin him. Rhea Ripley, maybe even Rhea Ripley's off watching in the distance. Because here's the thing, Denise. If she wins the title at WrestleMania, well, she's got to go to SmackDown away from Judgment Day. So maybe that's the lead to a little bit of a fray there. I do not want to see Finn and Rhea lose by any means necessary i don't think that she should be taking any losses coming so off who it doesn't pinned, matter Beth? it doesn't matter if she gets it doesn't matter if they pin finn balor no i don't want to see them lose here so who she does win the royal rumble she's headed to wrestlemania keep her strong i don't want to see her get lose. pinned who she get pinned no i don't think that i don't care if edge or beth gets pinned i prefer it to be edge okay but i don't want to see finn or Rhea be in the losing side of things Mm-mm. zach asks is gunther still the plan for brocket mania i do not know it was the plan as of late november but i don't know if it's still the plan elite biscuit says oscar wins theory wins her business helps bobby win ooh that's a good that's a good shout there if you've got all of the the hurt business plus omos that would be a credible way to beat brock too roman retains in a dusty finish Ooh, a literal dusty finish <laughs> like Dusty used to book. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. And McAfee returns before Mania. Ooh, what a shout. Now, see, it's hard to work that into kayfabe. It really uh-huh. is. But if they do a thing where it looks like Sammy wins and then it's swerved back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn. Someone brought that up to me earlier, and I was like, damn, I don't know. Bro. Yeah. Jordan Scott says, Sammy's old theme at Mania would take over huge. Well, do you think it's happening, Denise? Is Sammy Zayn beating Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber? Like, my logical side says no. My dreamy side would, would not hate to see it. But I think my right now, right now I'm feeling it's a no. I, I just think something's you. gonna happen. I think something's gonna happen. I don't know. Gotta say I agree, Denise. Roman Reigns, I think, is retaining the championship here 
But I would Ooh. pop huge though if Sammy won. I would pop so huge. Part of me wants to be surprised. Like part of me wants something wait. unexpected to happen. I, Denise, I am pumped for Elimination me Chamber too. and Mania. Like I'm excited to watch it. I'm I'm so pumped. We will be here with you for the Elimination Chamber post show, but that's not all. Right now, over on Fightful Select, you got Alex and Kate doing sour graps. They also or Alex does that for SmackDown as well, but they also do it for the post pay-per-view shows as well. FightfulSelect.com. It's a lot more than just exclusive news. Uh, so check that out as well. Also, Rob Wilkins does preview shows for every pay-per-view. Check it out, guys. We have a bunch of interviews that have dropped over the past week. Uh, Taya Valkyrie, first time I got to interview her. Uh, Bianca Belair talking about why she got freaked out before her first ladder match. Jeff Jarrett was on the Wrestling Perspective podcast. We had Emily J, who's just getting her career started, but has a great social media following. We had Austin Theory today. We got a bunch from New Japan and Elimination Chamber this week. I was supposed to interview Motor City Machine Guns. That ain't happening. That got fumbled, but I'm looking to talk to some more people from New Japan this week as well. Denise, what do you got going on? Oh, man. I don't even know where to begin, but um, on... Saturday, I am going to be doing a watch along again. Those are really fun. You can check that out on my channel, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I'm really looking forward to doing the watch along, especially because of Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. So I'm good. I'm looking forward to that one. Guys, thank you all so much. Please check out all of our interviews. They are on podcast platforms everywhere. In addition to youtube.com slash Fightful, make sure you subscribe. All that good stuff. Big thank you to our moderator, Luis. He's got a busy week ahead of him here as well. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.